I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I'm Lucas Mack, and thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to bring my sister, my friend, Amanda Legrand, back on the podcast. This is our third episode together, and we talk about a whole bunch of concepts. She's been in um, the world of sustainable farming, and she has just recently launched her new business, The Well-Nourished Woman. Uh, I think it's incredible what she's doing. So we just talk about a whole bunch of stuff about farming, sustainability, abundance, health, spirituality. Um, I told her that I feel like if we both had straws and there was a deflated balloon and we're both blowing ideas into this balloon. And by the end of the episode, it's fully, um, fully filled up with helium and it started to float away. It's really a cool episode. And dear Amanda, I love you. Thank you for joining and everyone enjoy. All right. Well, my dear brothers and sisters, I'm so excited to bring back my sister, my friend, um, Amanda Legrand, back on the podcast for, I think, the third. This is episode yeah. number three, which is really exciting. Um, yes. You know, I reached out. There's so much going on. Um, I feel like they're trying they, the proverbial they, which I tell my kids the top of the pyramid. That's how we refer to it in our house. But this mm-hmm. they, and I'll stick with that are trying to kill humans in any way they can, like through the food, through education, through media, through p- poisoning our minds. And one of the big counter movements is returning back to the land and like growing our own food and sustainability, not sustainability in the sense of like media narrative of sustainability, but truly being a human to sustain life on this earth apart from the... Um, I don't know, need of grocery store necessarily, but we're returning back to neighboring and Mm -hmm. bartering and understanding all this. So I'm really excited to hear your journey and like what you're learning. Cause I think so many are hungry for truth and food, truth and substance. And Mm. so talk to me, sis, what, what is going on that you've seen uh, in the world of farming and all that you're, you're learning right now? Mm -hmm. Um, well, when I went and began working firsthand on a farm, which was back in April, March or April, the, the the biggest thing that stood out for me was the abundance. Mm. So we're not faced with this every day because we do go to the grocery store. We kind of follow this little map that's been laid out that involves a lot of middlemen. Um, but when you're just on the land directly and you go in one week and maybe depending on the crop two weeks later it's fully flourishing and we're picking so much so the particular farm that um, i was working at or have been working at they sell at a farmer's market they sell to a couple grocery stores but there's enough left over and all the employees can grab a bunch of food and it's a lot of people think it's very hard 
But to me, it seemed so easy. Hmm. We put the seed in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Allow the sun to do its do what it does. Water it. Make sure that it's, you know, check in every once in a while, but that's it. Hmm. You know, it's really important to learn how to manage the soil and what conditions are good for growing different crops and and all of that comes along the way is something else that stood out for me it we we learn it as we need to learn it and it really is not that difficult because everything we learn we can add and just continue to compound on the knowledge um that we're absorbing and just get better and better at it and the problem I feel like we have in society is we just don't know where to start. Mm. And we've been told that we can't and um, that we don't know how and it's too hard. And so we believe that instead of just going in and realizing that everything we need, it's already there. Mm. How many people have yards? Right. That, that does nothing. That, that we are paying money for lawnmowers, for gas in the lawnmower, um, to cut weekly by, I don't even know because I don't have a yard right now, <laughs> but and however much you're investing in that, or if somebody is cutting it for you, um, we could be using all of that mm. or a lot of it. Yeah. We can make it, we could landscape it really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have a food source. Um, even in an apartment complex, you know, they have people that come work the land, but there's never a garden. Why is there not a garden? Right, right. Why not in the central, like build the apartments and have this courtyard in the middle and have food that you're growing? Right. Anyway, that's what I'm learning. It's really not that hard and it's abundant. And every once in a while something happens and a crop doesn't do well and you you can't control that. But you always learn and it doesn't, unless you're monocrop, like it doesn't just completely destroy you. Right. Right. It's fascinating. You said absorb, like absorbing, and you're talking about the human and it's, there's this parallel, there's such a clear parallel between the seed and us. And we had um, this doctor friend, this naturopathic doctor years ago, and he started, he was the first one to talk about food to me and educate me on food. My mind was like, alone and he was talking about level one you could pick it hunt it grow it um forge it it's anything that is just naturally occurring um and then level three is everything processed and level two there's like hybrid he was like lara bars or whatever lara lara bars right Um, different things that are like kind of clean but also still a process form that you'd find and he said and i've never forgotten this he said the body tends towards health. If yeah. we just don't get in the way, if we don't add things that disrupt, it will tend towards health. And it seems like with the way you're talking about, it's so simple. You plant the seed, you give it light. It needs soil and water. It's like, yeah, just get out of the way and let the sun do what the sun does. It's so fascinating. Exactly. And I think that's the whole message. <laughs> And this is the shortest podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. I had 
I had talked to some friends today about uh, a Joe Dispenza book. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks a lot about that, about like coherence and about it is when we get into meditation, it's a matter of getting out of the way and mm-hmm. allowing our body to naturally do what it does. Yeah. Our body's in a state of healing. It's in a state of health. And yes. the land naturally produces right. over and over again. In fact, the more it produces, the better the soil gets. Mm. Uh, or the more frequently it produces. So the, like the, the people that own the farm, are they first generation, second generation? Like how did they get into farming to own the land? Do you know? That's a good question. So what I know um, is that the gal that owns the farm now, who she's about our age, um, it was passed down or maybe she bought it from her parents. So her parents owned it and then she took it over and, and she's expanding it. It's, I mean, that's their whole thing. They're just continuing to build. They've got a school on the farm. Now they have um, weddings. They, they use it for all kinds of things. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're there, how do you, how do you feel like what's the resonance being there in the ground, the earth, the dirt and all that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most, it's the most, I don't know. I've, I've driven in before in the morning and I'm not putting myself in a building first thing I am in the expanse of land the sun shining maybe, or maybe it's raining, but it's all grass. And then you see the food and then you see the animals and it's the most freeing and grounding experience all at the same time. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it it's exciting to me. I love it. Are there other people like you that are learning and it, like, is it part of their outreach to bring people in and educate? Um, I do think they have volunteers, uh, but I, what's happened with this specific, or maybe with a lot of farms, but I came on because I was curious and I wanted to build my skill set, and I wanted, and this feels like with everything that's happening in the world to know how to do these really important down to earth things, um, are, it's just something we need to know. It's something as the institutions are falling and things are happening, it's going to be really good to know how to grow your own food or mm. take care of yourself, whatever that looks like. Um, so I came in with that. I, I know that this is a payoff for everybody, <laughs> for myself and for anybody that I can teach it to and connecting people to other people. And there's just limitless growth. So I came in like that. I probably was honestly one of the oldest um, coming in to just, hey, guys, like I'm here to do this. (laughs) I have no experience, but here we go. Uh, But a lot, a lot of the employees that come in, you know, range from like late teenage to 30s and for different reasons. There are a few people that came in because they actually went to school for agriculture. Like they were, they've been learning this and doing this their whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, some people wanted to, wanted to just 
completely course correct in life. And they were more removed, maybe owning a restaurant, running a restaurant. And they wanted to come and be first level. They wanted to be like with the food, growing the food. Um, Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. What's um, like, there's this new account that just sprung up from a guy that I met on Instagram. We're all good relationships. (laughs) Stop. No, it's really true. I'm an advocate for. Yeah. I'm an advocate for. Yeah, that's right. The, it's the IG um, reach out, but I, I've been following this guy for a long time, and he just started this project called the Ungover- Ungovernable Project, and they're creating Palo. And I just bought a jar, and he was. I mean, he, he's a meme machine, so he makes these great memes, and he's <laughs> like showing the recipe or the ingredients of like red forty, blue twenty, you know, whatever all these crazy chemicals are that are hundred percent linked to autism and yeah, terrible, terrible disease inside the body. And he's like, but but raw milk is illegal, and it's like that. To, it's just such a stark contrast of like. Mm-hmm what the system wants us to think about the earth, nature, food, and us in that beautiful synchronicity that we get to live in versus the absolute onslaught campaign of marketing to consume all the poison and all the chemicals and all the drugs and all the craziness that gets in the way of us tending towards health. And it's just, it's a fascinating time. I think so many people are waking up from it. And, you know, our friend, Aaron, who I've introduced you to, um, he's been following Owen Benjamin. I don't know if you know, Owen Benjamin is, but he's been following him for years. And he was a Hollywood comedian that moved to Idaho and farms and is an advocate for farming and they have farmers markets. And he has this huge following where people get together, no matter where they are in the country, and they have their own farmers markets just for people that like are in that community. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. brilliant. It's so brilliant. The food mm-hmm. tastes better. Mm-hmm. Life tastes better. Like love yeah. tastes better in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Intuitively, we know the difference. Yeah. Right. And it's the whole campaign marketing, all of that that you were talking about is and I feel like we've talked about this before is separating us from our knowing. Yeah. Um, and we're a part of the earth. So to go and to be that close to it, right. it's almost reverent to be that close to it and to, to cut out the middleman and know that we have everything we need and, and we know the things we know, the answers we, mm. it's just this, cycle that we're allowing ourselves back into yeah 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 it's fascinating you're saying abundant i mean the truth is that it is abundant everything's abundant even my buddy who's here is in the oil industry and he said oil replenishes in the earth every three months it's the blood of the earth but they put a marketing Mm -hmm. campaign and call it fossil fuels to create scarcity to drive the price up and I mean, he's going through, he's like, everything is marketing, everything and anything that needs to be marketed. I said, an Instagram post uh, a couple of years ago, I said, the truth never needs to be marketed. Yeah. It's self-evident. That's why the constitution is so 
powerful or the declaration of independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident. I don't need someone to tell me that Mm. my life and liberty and my pursuit of happiness is from a, an organized body of other people that don't know me. It's self-evident that we hold, you know, it's, (gasps) it's nature, it's life, it's love. And it's in, in, um, I wasn't anticipating going here, but it's fascinating that um, nature and nature's God is always referenced by the founding fathers of this country. There's nature, it's the natural mm-hmm. law, and mm-hmm. nature's God, the God that sustains, however one define God, but that sustains the natural law, which is abundance, which is nourishment and absorption. I love that you said absorption is such a powerful word. And I don't know what I could talk for. I like it. Keep going. <laughs> we can, I feel like, hey, why don't you come on and I'll talk for longer? Yeah. Well, I think we're going where we need to go. I think it, yes. it works. Yes. Um, but I mean, what? Because I've seen you walk a different path. That's one of the things I, when I first reached out to you, you, you've walked a different path. And so as you're walking this path of returning back to, I believe, where we're all going, it's yeah. not that it's a foreign path. I think it's the beautiful right path. What have you seen in contrast? Like as you're learning about food and maybe people that you hang out with, are they in, or do you feel like there's a, like, what's the, I guess my question is, what is the variable for you to go down this path and for others to stay eating fast food and drinking Red Bull and consuming all sorts so what motivates me to choose differently or yeah and like and why do you think what what in you drew you to the path and why do you think other people are not drawn to the path yet perhaps Mm. i think i think it's awareness i think it's um a matter of uh, being tuned into a certain frequency. Like mm. if we're, I, I grew up playing sports and um, I have a dad who's a track and field coach, like lots in the, in the nutrition and health space growing up. And so it was something that I tried to do with my free time was be really active. But when I would not for periods of time, everything would shift. So I would start eating differently and Mm -hmm. I would just, everything was more hazy. Um, And the moment that I started either moving my body a little bit or eating better, everything came back. Everything was more clear again. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I feel like I have already been taking steps to clear whatever's been in the way. And other people that are maybe, I mean, I could use a lot of different examples, not just food, but if it is fast food, then your taste buds change. You kind of like lose mm. what that is to, to know, to even know that real food's so much better. You're, you're kind of like in this deception of whatever it is, whatever is addictive about that, um, which maybe you could speak into that, but you just keep going down that path and you're just on a different frequency. Yeah. And then when you make the choice 
or you feel like something's off, at some point you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right, right. And then you make a different choice and you eat something way more nutritious. Like it, first of all, you're going to feel it in your body. Your body's going to respond yes, to it. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And over time, as you continue to, to be drawn into that or to make that choice mutually, um, you don't even want anything else. Mm. So I think for me, it's just like a couple different things. It's that I've already chosen into this and it just was more clear um, from maybe saying no and getting some other things out of the way, even even other people's opinion, even I I don't, I don't watch the news, you know, and I'm not saying that you should or you shouldn't or whatever, but like, I just don't have that input. I don't have that input of fear. And my body is telling me what feels good and what doesn't. And that other shit does not feel good. I apologize. No, it's fine. Yeah. 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 So it's like, it's not even a thing. It's not like, oh, it's so tempting. I want to go whatever. Um, it feels so delicious and Mm. nourishing and so right to put what's, what's meant to be, uh, food to my body. Mm. Love that. It's all, it's the same thing. I'm, I was telling you about in everyone, I a hundred percent believe everyone should watch this movie everything everywhere all at once and it's about the multiverse it's about timelines about what would happen if we said yes and or when we said yes or what would have happened if we said no at a certain defining moment and 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 all things exist and what i'm realizing is whether it's food spirituality or I don't know other disciplines that are like important to me right now, but food and spirituality and spirituality are definitely the biggest focal points of my existence right now. And the religion is like the, is like the news it's not the right frequency. It's not that we don't need to know certain things or it's mm-hmm. not important to know things, but the frequency is wrong. Like you're saying, it's, it's a wrong frequency. Religion's a wrong frequency. And yes, there's, and and then people say, well, there's so many beautiful things. I'm like, well, there has to be beautiful things to draw people in, to get them on the wrong frequency. And I, yeah. and what I share with people all the time when I talk one-on-one is like, we have gotten accustomed and this is where I'm still trying to figure out why we consciously convince ourselves that a little bit of wrong is okay. And for instance, how I say, what I say is if someone was thirsty and I had this pure glass of water, everyone would be excited if they were thirsty. They're like, here's a here's a pure glass of water. But before I give it to you, let me just drop a little bit of urine in there. No big deal. No big deal. Like just, it's just a little drop, but it changes the entire like it's jolting and most people say gross. I don't want that. But at the same time, they're consuming a little bit of urine in spirituality, in food, in relationships, in metaphysical teachings and all these things. And 
And I've, I've had this quote that I, from my own experience growing up in the house I did, 99% of truth is 100% a lie. And mm. people have a hard time with that. People are like, I, I say these quotes when I'm in groups and like in retreats and things. And I can tell people have a hard time with it. And mm-hmm. I understand because we don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But the frequency is keeping us trapped. And that's, I guess, so to affirm everything you're just saying is like the, the taste, but everything is more vivid and alive. And we're missing out on true life mm-hmm. when we tap into these marketing campaigns, whether it be religion or food or school or education or social constructs. It's crazy. We are missing mm-hmm. what it means to be human. Or yes. we're finding, I guess I really, you're on the path. I'm on the path and I want everyone to be on the path. I really do. I want yeah. the whole world to change. I want us to build the golden age. I want us to create the new earth. And it just seems like so many for various reasons are yet to find their way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm thinking about everything you just said, the the whole 99%. It's that's really good. It's hard to, it's, it's a hard, it is true. It's truth. And it's a hard truth. 99% of truth is a hundred percent a lie. Cause what makes a lie? It's 1%. If it's just a little off, it's off, you know, it's <laughs> off. And you say hard, but it's also really good. <laughs> it, it is good. Yeah. Really good. Because it's like, it's that's what we're sold every single day yes. is the 99% truth is the, yeah. you know, we can use social media as a tool, all of that, but it's, it's that that's the actual connection. No, that's 99%. That's um, an imitation of what yes. you could be enjoying. Yes. Um, and hopefully, you know, we do use it as a tool and we do, you know, use it all for good. But when we solely rely on these things that are, I'm going to keep saying middleman, like yeah. these things that are in the middle of what's inherently ours, um, then it's just going to, it's going to be that 1% off. It's going to feel yeah. weird. Yes. It's not yeah. quite going to be it when all we need to do is just say, okay, no, thank you. Mm. <laughs> we we have full yeah. rights to the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I went, um, you know, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago when I went to this retreat and it was North of Boston and I'd never been in new England. It was really cool. All the history. I love history. So all these revolutionary war graves and I was reading every historical marker I could find. I was just fascinated. I was walking by myself in this little, this little town and this original, the original church, um, this congregational church in this town of Rockport, Massachusetts had it had this beautiful steeple spire like but there was no bell and then and but it made the bell sound so it was just speakers now but the the original bell was on the ground like on the, like propped up mm. um so it was still hanging but it was on like this little monument thing and it, and it talked about history and it said it had a crack in it like it's so interesting. So I went up and I smacked it. <laughs> I hurt my knuckles, but I hit it as hard as I could, and it made such a beautiful sound. I was like boom, and I was like wow. <gasps> and I could feel that frequency just from hitting it, just from my knuckles. And I'm like, man, when that thing got struck in the whole town, like the resonance of like, mm. 
And I, there's something, you know, Tesla said that he could summarize the, the secrets of the universe and ener- energy, frequency, and vibration. Everything's tied to that. And it's like, man, we're, there's this return back to the right frequency, to the right resonance, to the right, right vibration. Um, and I don't even want to focus on those who aren't, but it's just interesting because I will talk to friends and I'll like, I'll share things. I always share things that I'm learning. I'm, I, I, I think. Yeah. That's just my journey. I will find things and then share it with, with others. And I share things. And then some people just, they just want to keep continuing stuff that, you know, I'm saying this is hurting us or we got to stop this, but they're like, yeah, well, okay, cool. Good for you. Um, And I just, I don't know. I'm fascinated by it because there are people like you that will choose it. And there are people like many that will just continue down the path. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to land. Yeah. It has to land. And you know, I I have been super sensitive since I was a kid. And mm. and so I don't so I can only speak from my experience and certain things that um that other people don't pick up on would mm. really bother me. Going to school, being in fluorescent lights, I would get a headache. Like those hurt my eyes yes. so badly. Yes. Um, if I was in the same, like I couldn't sleep in the same room as something electronic. Uh, mm. At that point in time, it was a, like a TV or something. TV could not be on. Most of the time, I, I didn't know this then, but it would have been nice to have it unplugged because that humming, whatever it does, that electronic, I couldn't, I was too sensitive to it. Mm. Um, That's amazing. So thinking of, of resonance and and where we're at and what we're picking up and what we're not picking up, like I feel for whatever reason, I was already sensitive to those things. Mm. So now, you know, at this point in time, my body is very familiar with Mm. what's true and what's correct. And it's not a hard sell. It's, (laughs) I just... So I, I don't know what the experience is for other people, where they're at, if they haven't been as sensitive to certain things, if it just is further away right. um, for them or what shifts would, would need to happen for that to, because I think it is a true real thing for everybody. I think as yeah. humans, we are nature. So to right. gravitate and to be in unity, it, that's, that's our true nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And it, yeah. and I'm, and I, and I'm not in judgment of them. I'm just trying to, I'm always fascinated. Yeah. I feel like I was talking to my rabbi friend who I learned with every single week for three years, a Hasidic Orthodox rabbi and such a beautiful man. And I was like, rabbi, is there an equation that is the answer to all things? I've always felt like there was some equation. And if I could just figure out the equation that, once I figured it out, I could be like, this, this is it. Like mm-hmm. this and this and this. And he is like, no, you know, like, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> he's like, no, I don't think there's an equation. Um, and I think I've came, I've come close when I talk in the TEDx talk, like where love is present, truth will come forth, resulting in our personal freedom. Like to me, that is an equation that I feel very close to what I'm searching for, but it seems like there's something so more expansive mm-hmm. that if we could just say, and, and maybe it's not about the knowledge, it's about 
I think there's so much trauma that people, the trauma bonds to all this stuff, you know, it's so much. That's it. That's it. That's what's in the way. Yeah, you're right. Because we do, we do organize ourselves to the truth. Um, Hmm. We don't have to do anything or or find the the answer or. Right. um, But that's that's my trauma bond. I have to find. No, no, I'm (laughs) I wasn't trying to point no, that out because no, I do the same no. thing. I like, I want it like, it's some sort of like comfort to just to know something. Yeah. But I actually already, I, I don't need to know anything more. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, that's beautiful. That is, that's a beautiful truth that I'm going to take from that. Yeah. Because yeah. Right, Cause I grew um, up with so much confusion. So like everything was insane and so confusing. So I, if I could just figure it out. Yeah, I could be safe, but I feel right. like I'm trying to make it safe for everyone. But you're right; I don't have to figure it out because there's nothing to figure out. There's nothing. Wait. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, go, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I was say because you because you are safe. You're already safe. Right. That's what I have. My second word, or no, my first word. I am safe, loved, free, mm. abundant, powerful. I have to tell myself that. Mm. I've less frequently had to tell myself that, but every multiple times a day every day for three years minimum I had to tell myself that repeatedly yeah and I think maybe we're all searching for the sense of safety and it's an internal yeah. we're already we're it's we're already safe and which is what draws people to bond in the ways that they do maybe and not I mean it's just fascinating it's just fascinating yeah yeah. Mm, there was something. Um, I never asked you this, I, and I didn't know your dad was a, a coach, but I am yeah. the son of a coach as well. So, are you? Yeah. So, does that, did you feel pushed or driven or from an external, or did you push yourself internally to get that approval? I rebelled against it. (laughs) I, um, yeah, I, I'll make it just brief. I, uh, I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest of four Mm. and we were invited into that space, into that world. And there was something about, um, me having to go somewhere else for approval, like somewhere else to be accepted into something that should innately be Mm. mine. I'm being very vague, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, for example, they like, he's a pole vault coach specifically. And he would come home with like a very, like a, a shorter pole. So my brothers and sister, if she wanted to could practice in the backyard. And I, I, I never have, I've never even tried it. And that's because I didn't, I didn't want to have to go into that space to be approved and to be wanted. Mm. Um, That, you know, that's my own stuff, my own rebellion. But um, yeah, so I never did. I just completely was like, nope, (laughs) no, thanks. Don't even want it. (laughs) Not even going to go there. I'm going to go do something else. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. (laughs) That is beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks for deviating and sharing that because I didn't know that about you, but that's, um, 
but that also is like how you're rolling. It's how you roll, which is also beautiful because the trauma bonds. I mean, yes, you you we the respond we were you're responding to um, presented form of love, however that looks, and we all are. And it's fascinating that most people will respond in by doing and you responded out by saying no thank you which which doesn't even make it right You're right like, you no, know what right. I mean? it's, it's still a, like there are responses to it yeah exactly yeah. right yeah um but it did very much create my my way of being in my path mm. um, so I, I which i i like like I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> makes me makes me quite a yeah. I'm okay with and maybe that helped set me up for some things that I'm doing now that maybe other people are more comfortable in the choices that they've made and um finding alternate ways ways of doing things has been been in my DNA. And this is where soul contracts and soul journeys and I really I believe we've been doing this a long, long, mm-hmm. long time. And so you were just, a, you are an old, you're an old soul. You are, mm-hmm. and that's how you roll. And that's <laughs> how you always have. So maybe your yeah. your brothers and your sister are a little bit younger in that journey. So they have to still go into that to feel like, mm-hmm. am I going to get the love? And you're like, been here, done that. No, thank you. I'm just going to go yeah. the shortest route possible to get to where we all need to go. And yeah. I'll see you when you guys are ready. And maybe that's what it's how yeah. we're all, I, I really do believe like that's the, like in, in, in the Bible, in the King James Bible, it says in Revelation 1, 6, he, and he has made us kings and priests unto God, his father. Yeah. And every Bible version from the King James Bible on changed it. And he has made us kings and priests to, and he has made us a royal priesthood. So they take away the sovereignty of the king. And it's not a gender thing. Like you're a king. I'm a yeah. king. All king. It's right. just, you know, it's about the position of the, the authority. But a royal priesthood still has to serve a king. And mm-hmm. so there's this narrative that got crept in in 1881 onward from mm-hmm. when the revised version came into the Bible. But it's it's like taking people astray they're forgetting that they are sought it's where the sovereignty narrative comes back in it's where like people have forgotten and there's a tremendous amount of pressure to lead them to forget and and i guess this gets back to food and religion and all these different things it's like Mm -hmm. the shortest distance possible is to say like you said no thank you yeah and to continue on your way yeah yeah Hmm. and right Right. <laughs> Makes me laugh because it's all the same. It's it's that we but we've always had what we needed. Mm. We've always known. We've been talked out of it um in this earth experience via our culture and institutions and right. everything that's in place right now. And it's yeah, I, I know we've talked about that before, but that's all right. Uh, we keep talking about it again. It's good. It's, yeah. Um, even the irony of dandelions and how 
powerful, medicinally powerful they are for our body. They cleanse the liver, like all these mm-hmm. amazing things. And we, and not we, you and I, but humanity sprays them and kills them all day long. And it's like the earth is providing medicine and something yeah. delicious. And everywhere we go, doesn't matter where we are, there they are. And mm-hmm. it's like what you're saying, it's already there. We don't yeah. have to. Mm-mm. And sorry, I'm talking a lot, but it's fascinating. Like you, um, Washington state where I'm from is known for apples and it has tons of apples. So like most time when you go to the grocery store, all the apples come from the state of Washington. And I was talking to this farmer and he said that there used to be um, over 250 varieties of apples that grew naturally. Mm-hmm. And now Mm -hmm. they only, there's a farm in Washington that's preserved as many as they can sustain. Um, And there's only 42 uh, strains of apples left that are pure strains. And and Mm. that's why they're creating all these hybrids like Honeycrisp, which I love, but Honeycrisp (laughs) this, because they're having to like take apples and create, they're trying to create new strains of apples because the apple population is declining but he's like they grew naturally I'm like they grew naturally yeah. so you would just be walking around like what is this and they tell us that johnny Appleseed, like plant this is so ridiculous <laughs> some one yeah. gets planting apple it just grew the earth gave us apples not johnny Appleseed. right right i don't know if, uh, you know if you ever heard johnny Appleseed. i don't know but it's something that i have yeah it's i don't know it's it's always been here it's always, yeah yeah, yeah. I was reading um, the women who run with wolves or something mm-hmm. a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And it spurred a thought for me that we, that's kind of the same idea as the Dr. Seuss book, the Lorax, the Lorax. Yeah. Is he the one that took care of the trees? Yes. Yep. Um, same message. Something that's inherently ours is taken mm. or, you know, I don't know how, how, how is it taken if we don't give it away? Right. Anyway, Mm. something that's inherently ours and it's removed in some way, packaged and sold back to us. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's it. We don't, we don't need to buy back what's already, already ours. And right. uh, I'm curious. You mentioned trauma. I feel like there's some sort of connection that my mind wants to make right now. And I'm kind of sitting with it to see what comes up, Mm. but like nature, we, we learn everything we need from nature, all Mm. of the rhythms and patterns and, um, and the truth. And, but then we have all of this trauma and it's generational. So it's, it's trauma that that's just, been either building on itself or somebody came along and cleared it. Yeah. Where does that come from? Mm, a good question. Yeah. So the irony is that we are going back to oneness and, and it's, it's, it's an interesting terminology even to say going. So it's a concept of like proceeding like forward, but then it's back to mm. oneness. And mm. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and this is why I think every the movie Everywhere, Everything mm-hmm. Everywhere All at Once is really an important movie to watch. The crazier it gets and the more fractal it gets is actually the closer we get to oneness because we have to expand we have to um what's the word we have to um gosh i don't know why i can't think of the word but we have to try every humans the oneness has to experience every different variety and fractal and pathway for us then to come back with knowing to say like I can even feel the chills. Like, yeah, this is the oneness. So yeah. it feels like it's chaos until all of a sudden it comes back to just the beauty of, of one. So perhaps that's why we're passing it on so that we can keep learning and growing. Mm. We're all, we're all, we're all the same. We're all playing a role in. Yes. Playing a part of this bigger whole and it's a um, beautiful hole. It's a yeah. beautiful hole. Yeah. So that kind of challenges the whole paradigm too, because then it's like, well, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and these really painful things happen, but then also it's all okay. And it's all beautiful and it's all part of the process. Yes. Um. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, the most painful things in my experience in my life have brought the most healing, not from the acts of like what I've gone through as a child. Yeah. But bringing those back up, like for instance, at this retreat that I was at, um, I'm like, do I have to say I talked about um, something was happening to my body mm-hmm. and I was in this group and, and I needed help from the, I've never asked for, I, I'm like working on asking for help from people because I never do. And I don't reach out to people and I'm working on this right now, yeah. but I knew something was going on in my body. Cause I had a memory that really got triggered and it was, it made me shake. So I am sharing to the facilitator what's going on with me and what happened to me. And so I go through this whole thing. Yeah. And this man who is very well off, very stoic, very intense, like bald head, big, strong looking man, really sweetheart, but definitely a stoicism to him stands up and I look over and he stands up and he falls on his face sobbing. And I'm like, what is going on? And then this gal across from me and there was only eight of us in this experience mm-hmm. this weekend mm-hmm. she starts crying and then she talks about what she's done to others and her trauma that mm-hmm. happened to her mm-hmm. and it was like what is happening it was so beautiful i mean it, I mean, it was intense but yeah. it was so beautiful had i not shared this man who didn't know he comes from a very like sweet world and he doesn't understand that bad things are actually out there and he didn't know he looks at a guy like me like maybe 
the guy seems like he has it all together, whatever he perceived me as definitely didn't perceive me as the trauma that I've gone through broke his heart. He's on the ground. And then for me sharing this gal, who's been living in her secrets for mm. all these years and never uttered it out one time, therapy, pharmaceutical drug, everything to just try to numb herself out. Mm. All of a sudden she's sharing. And then I get to tell her on behalf of the victims that I forgive her. Mm. I forgive her. And it was like, it was just so intense. So what I'm saying is like these painful things end up being amazing, like magic. It's, it's alchemy and it's magic. And it's, 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 um, it's holy in the sense of like the right sense of the word, not a religious context, but holy where it's like, we can come close to it, but we, we dare not touch it. You know, it's like, just let it be what it's supposed to be because it is such a divine from the inside out experience. Mm. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Mm. And in all this conversation, started because <laughs> i want to know about farming and but because <laughs> you your path is a microcosm to the macro mm -hmm. i really do believe that yeah i agree with you <laughs> yeah what do you think and and thank you and um yeah mm. Mm. yeah it really is it's all it's all good yeah it's all, all good. good it is all good and we'll look mm -hmm. and maybe it's only in time and when they say time heals all wounds maybe yeah. it's not that time heals all wounds but it's the distance or separation from the event or thing that gives us a sense of safety where we can look back and see why it happened like there's you know what we're going through in our home the question why has come up a lot why right. why why and i'm like i don't have the answer now but we will know i really believe we will look back and see why and that everything will get threaded through so beautifully yeah and from the story you just shared about the weekend mm. it's the impact is multiplied yeah. yeah the positive impact the yeah. beauty the healing all of that it's multiplied so we go through these things that seem really confusing and they seem complicated like mm -hmm. this could be so much easier this could be a much straighter path but it ends up all of these detours and the stress and the heartache is it's expansion mm -hmm. in all directions and so then we have the capacity to impact way more people and hold weight like we're healing people yes and maybe the if the fastest path there might mm -hmm. be beneficial for us but mm -hmm. everyone else would miss out on the gift mm -hmm. of the healing that we so when the zig and the zag the weave and the bob the juke and the jive like whatever we want to do Mm -hmm. It was not for us because us old souls, we can go straight there, but it's for everyone else to be touched yeah. by this experience. Yeah. Man, that is, 
Ah, well, I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do too. I, I know at the beginning, I'm like, I don't know about my energy. And now it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I want you to share before, before we wrap the well-nourished woman. I think this is such a beautiful, mm-hmm. wherever you are with it and whatever you're going to do with it, the sentiment is much needed. So will you share what you're doing with the well-nourished woman? Or even sure. the vision of it. Sure. Um, the so the well nourished woman specifically was something that came to me last year at the end of twenty two, and um, it, it's 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 a micro of this macro of everything we've been talking about. It's uh, the dynamic of the feminine and the masculine and how so 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 much current day is pervaded it's that 99% again um it's not the full truth it's not the real thing and so looking at that in the dynamic of masculine feminine um a lot of a lot of us are very burnt out we're not feeling good mm. because as women we're puffing ourselves up trying to do these things that actually we're just not, we're not made to do like in this whole beautiful orchestra that we're all playing a part in, like that's actually not, that's not it. And so we feel it and we're run down. And um, specifically because I also have, we are well-nourished, which is the farm thing and mm-hmm, the community right. and all that. Yes. But specifically the well-nourished woman is, looking from as a woman to other women to slow down mm. to take a breath to reconnect and not to be acting out of trauma and looking for a masculine to make me better mm-hmm. or to allow me to be a certain way but again the sovereignty in my own mm. that i have everything i need already yeah and i get to connect to myself and i get to play the beautiful part that I came here to play. Yeah. Yeah. And I just invite other women into that. And so that's that's the micro of the whole vision of we are well nourished because the well nourished woman takes care of her own nourishment and invites other people to do the same just by the just by living it out. Um and the man and the child and all of the worst saw so malnourished right right that you know the ripple from that is allowing other people you know they get they have that same invitation to get connected to a farmer's market start start eating in the way that their body is going to respond to yeah start nourishing their minds and and paying attention to the input of what feels good what's real not a distraction, but like what really resonates at a soul level. Mm. Um, get into community that's nourishing and that feels really good. Yeah. Um, and that all it, it affects everything, like the way we raise the the kids in society, our kids, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a whole brand of nourishment. Love it. And it's all about returning to nature and the earth and being fully with each other. Mm. Um, I love it. I love yeah. it. 
Love it. Love it. Well, I'm going to put the link to that um, Instagram account, also your personal Instagram sure. account in the show notes. Sure. So everyone needs to go follow Amanda. She's amazing. And <laughs> sis, thank you. This is fun. I love every time. It's so fun. It's fun. It is fun and it's different and it's the same. And I love that all everything that comes up. Yeah. So. Same. Thank yeah. you. Well, brothers and sisters, I hope that episode blessed you and I bless you all. Um, I'll put Amanda's links in the show notes. So please make sure you go follow her. She's on Instagram at Mandy's Memo, the well-nourished woman. Um, and go check out the website that she just launched. It's incredibly important. It's really important right now. It feels like everything energetically is trying to destroy the beauty, good, purity, innocence of the human mind, body, soul, spirit, and heart. And she, along with so many others right now, are stepping and holding the line and standing in the gap for us all to reclaim what is rightfully ours, to receive the abundance that is waiting for us outside this matrix facade and this veil that is not long lasting, although it does feel like it's taking a long time for it to go away. So I just encourage you all to stand firm, keep going, keep releasing your fear, keep receiving love, keep walking in the love of God. There is good and beauty all around us in this very present moment. So when you come back into your body and you breathe and you put your hand on your heart, it reminds you that you are here. And that is the most powerful reminder that you ever can get. I love you all. I am Lucas Mack. Make sure you stay tuned. I got a lot more episodes and I am going to rebrand the show to the Lucas Mack show <laughs> and leaving the golden rule revolution uh, brand behind, but that's in the works. I love you all. I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. <laughs>